Hello listeners, this is Ben. Before this episode takes off, I wanted to take a moment to say I appreciate your feedback and continued support for Ready Gamer 1. Brandon, Josh, and I have a great time making this show and look forward to making this show the best that we can. After this episode, we will be on our first break for Season 2. We've still been actively working on a few different segments for future shows to incorporate when we return, which should be around early April. When Season 2 picks up, we'll have some awesome guests, returning friends, and some very specific episodes that focus on different topics such as Jurassic Park, James Bond, and apparently Pokemon, which I didn't completely give my blessing for, but give the people what they want, right? The following episode, in honesty, is a great conversation between Josh and myself. It's really nothing more than a filler episode with some of the typical wit and banter you've come to expect, but there was really no focus topic when we recorded. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the next episode of Ready Gamer One. Hello and welcome back to Ready Gamer One, a podcast focused on video games and geek culture. I'm your host, Ben Cornett. Today on Ready Gamer One, Josh and I are going to have a conversation and we're just going to chat because we haven't caught up in a while. Our music is listed in the episode description below. So back with me is my buddy Josh, Josh Kraus. Josh, what's up? Hey, you got it right. Yay. All right. Good job. It's the only time. No, you, only time ever. I think you've gotten it right a few times, like once, two times. Like like once, two times, two times. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, you know, actually, I was I was thinking about you earlier today. Okay. Um, this is a true story. I was thinking about uh, our old days at Monroe County Community College. Right. And how much fun we could have had if we would have roped in Patrick Dunn before he decided to go do his own with uh, with Chris Slatt. Oh, yeah. That would have been that would have been a lot of fun. I actually have you listened to them. I have not actually listened. To, well, I think I started to listen to one episode and then I stopped. I don't know why. I just I just mm-hmm. didn't finish it. Have you? I have. Well, I haven't listened to all of them. OK. Because they, they have like almost 20 episodes. There's a right lot now. of episodes. Yeah. We're talking about every horror movie on Netflix. It's a podcast that actually um, two of our friends from Monroe started, and it's they take a movie, they take a horror movie that's on Netflix, and they dissect it. That's such an awesome idea for a movie. I'm, for, I'm sorry is. for a podcast. Yeah, absolutely. So I like that they're watching terrible movies too. That just makes it that much better. <laughs> it's a great idea. I'm, it's, a, it's a good genre to find some real stinkers. Yeah, it's they're putting themselves through um, some self torture for our enjoyment and pleasure. Yeah, I've been meaning to message him to see if he's watched Annihilation yet. Have you seen that yet? No. What is that? It's this new movie with Natalie Portman that apparently is like getting just rave reviews. Hmm. It's like a sci-fi horror movie. Yeah, I kind of want to see it. I don't even think I've ever even heard of it. The marketing campaign for it has not been stellar. I remember seeing a trailer for it in front of some movie. Hmm. It's, it's, you know, I used to watch way more movies than what I've been recently watching. Like, anymore, I feel like I just, I haven't gone to the actual movies in probably like six months. And I don't even really watch anything when it comes out on like DVD half the time. I think just yesterday, like the most recent movie I watched was Pitch Perfect 3. And that was absolute garbage. It was a horrible movie. So, so six months. Uh, how old your baby? Uh, seven months. 
timeline made sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, actually, uh, uh, the guy who won uh, a prize for the Switch for Sunshine campaign, who uh, his prize was to be uh, a guest host on Ready Gamer One, he has a son. You know, I, we were talking about how how radically different life is. Right. Yeah. It's 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 very different. Um. I mean, I still have time. Like, you just have to choose things you want to do. Like before, like I could do whatever I want. Obviously, I had all the time I wanted to use, and I could watch a movie or you know. Just go outside. I mean, I can go outside now too. Obviously, <laughs> I can't. I can't go outside. You have to ask for permission. Yeah, can I go outside? No, but I'm saying like, like, um, like one of my main hobbies, obviously, is, is playing video games, and so yeah. that's probably like if I have spare time, that's usually where a lot of it goes, rather than other things. Is but, she in the room when you play video games? Yeah, um, sort of, kind of. She's she'll sit with me, like if I'm gaming on like PC or something, she'll sit with me and play. Or she won't play. I mean, she'll sit there and like watch me play. And then, like, she'll scream, and then, like, I'll die or something, and then I'll get mad. Yeah, she sniped me in uh, Overwatch. That's right, exactly. You got it. <laughs> so. Because that was something else I thought of. I was like, man, so Josh has a daughter. What kind of gaming is she going <laughs> to allow her this child to play? Yeah. Like, Dad, I want to play the Bratz Rule Them All game. And you're like, no. <laughs> I mean, to me, that's, that's, that's good parenting at that point. All right. How about Grand Theft Auto? Yeah, well, uh, how old is she at this point? Let's say... 14 okay yeah. she needs to like kill off some stress that's right that's that's why you play those games right i don't know exactly yeah because you know guns and violence and everything is all because of you know video games exactly that's why that's the reason if we've learned anything from politics that's what we've learned so josh you started a podcast like Two weeks after, like, joining us. I did, yeah. I don't know why, but I did. So glad I taught you everything in two weeks. It's such a lucrative business. You know, I figured I'd get into it, make some big bucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why we're rolling in Bitcoin over here. Ah. Uh, yeah, that's that's all it is. Just sell some graphics cards and you would be good. Yeah. <laughs> so your podcast is called One Like Equals One Prayer, and it is available on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. That's at least one thing I know I taught you, because when I figured that out, I shared that knowledge with everybody. You did. It was very, very helpful. So let's talk about One Like, One Prayer. Tell me uh, tell me how you came up with this idea, because it's it's not just you on that show. It's like four or five other people with you. Oh. And actually, I think one of them is someone I went to high school with. Um, yeah, so it's uh, me, my pastor, uh, Kevin Eccles, and then it's... Uh, we're all, we're all, we've all been friends for a while, and it's two other of my friends, uh, Eric Latassi, which I think is you probably yeah, know. Yeah. Yep from school and then our other friend mark thornton seeing those other two names sound so familiar to me i mean you know that's the advantage of growing up in a small town yes everybody knows everybody yeah it's kind of like cheers you know, <laughs> everybody knows your name that's right it's that's what i like to think <laughs> um but yeah i guess so the four of us kind of i mean we've been friends for a while and uh we we thought we've been wanting to do a podcast for a bit and um obviously we're all we go to church and everything so we're christians and whatnot but um and I feel like at that point we probably I probably lost everybody that's inter- interested in the podcast by just by saying that. But, uh, this um, is a filler episode for yeah. Ready Gamer One this week. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, but let me say <laughs> that um, even though we're Christians, uh, I'm I'm very much a skeptic at heart, and so there's a lot of questions I have specifically mm-hmm. about Christianity. Things that I feel like people believe and they don't know why they believe it, and things that are just, that are believed that are just ultimately wrong. And that's kind yeah. of that was the goal of the podcast that we wanted to address those questions and um, be as critical about the answers as possible to really kind of 
um, go against the grain in a lot of ways and what's currently believed in Christianity and really, you know, look at it like, is this really what should be believed or is this this really what should be being taught currently? All I want to say to that is, oh my God, somebody gets it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I identify as Christian as well. I mean, I was brought up in the Methodist faith, but I also paid attention in science. Right, exactly. You know, I mean... Uh, I noticed that the scene in the Bible where Jesus is riding the Velociraptor was omitted. <laughs> However, Michael Crichton fixed that in Jurassic uh, Park. That's right. The patron saint of Jurassic Park. Yeah, right. Velociraptors. And, you know, Velociraptor Day yeah. and uh, uh, Great Friday. I think that's what I admire most about it is, is, is you guys are you're doing something that is... There are a lot of Christian podcasts out right. there, as, as I've learned. There's a few. But yours is really... It's kind of unexplored territory. You, like you, you guys are like, well, we're Christians. We're not perfect. We don't know anything. And we're just trying to have a discussion about it and see if we can enlighten other people to, hey, this is what it is. Because I think in social media days, it's so easy anymore for the everyday modern Christian to kind of become the person throwing stones. And it's just, it, it's so unattractive to me anymore, social media. Uh, I hate being on Facebook sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I agree completely. Um, and that was that was our goal from the the beginning that we wanted to be as earnest as possible and mm-hmm. to be as honest as possible with the things we're saying. Because I mean, there's definitely times where I'm quite as I'm as I'm making the questions and thinking of questions. There's things I'm questioning myself. These aren't just like, oh, I think this would be a good question to address. No, a lot of them mm-hmm. are questions I have myself and the answers that I'm getting from my friends and that I'm coming to discover our questions are answers that like I'm seeking outside of the podcast as well. Your most recent episode uh, dealt with a little bit, because it's very timely right. and it dealt with the unfortunate uh, shooting in Florida. And uh, I gave you what I deem to be the most golden episode title. <laughs> and I, I thought guns and Moses was a fair <laughs> episode title, but I, I, I do respect uh, your, uh, your, your naming mechanism. So you guys have a question in every episode title. That's fine. Yeah. You did have a, you had, you definitely won the award that week for the best um, episode title name. I'm definitely going to give it to you that week. You set up the topic. You say that this is the question we're going to answer for the week. And I was listening to it, and I just it's not that I got lost in the the conversation. I I was absorbing so much because it's it's a very real topic. It's a very um, interesting one to to do. So the the question that you asked was, would Jesus was was would Jesus own a gun or would Jesus use a gun? What was what was the phrasing? Uh, would Jesus own a gun? Which eventually became, should Christians own a gun? You guys have asked some very good philosophical questions uh, on the show, and I think that you're right when you say it's an honest and earnest way to just try to learn. And I think that's the best way to do that today is, is just to talk to each other and engage each other in conversation. Yeah, and that's that's the whole point of it. And, I mean, even though we're all friends, we definitely don't all agree and so I feel like that's half of it, too. It's it's being able to hear what the other person's saying and at least, you know, understand where they're coming from, even though you might not agree with what they're saying. And I feel like that's definitely what we try to do. And um, yeah. Yeah. Because in today, if you disagree with somebody, you just block them. Exactly. What a, what a wonderful world we live in. That's now. right. <laughs> that's great. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's um, let's see. I'm trying to find video game news. While uh, while still on the air, good. We can talk about what we've been playing if we're playing anything. I've been playing Force Unleashed. Really? Why? Yeah, I've gone back to playing those. 
because um, I have them on my Xbox. Okay. I've been having fun playing them again. Are you playing one or two or both? One. Well, I, I've I've played through two. Two is so fast and so easy. Oh, man, I think I've played. I've only played one of those games. I don't remember which one it was. I think I played the first one when it first came out. I really didn't put any time into it. Are they good? Yeah. Oh, they're. That's like. Um, do you remember Kyle Katarn? Do you remember the Jedi Knight series? Oh, of course, yeah. So, to me, The Force Unleashed is a little bit more of like where that game series would have gone today. Okay. Obviously not today because EA owns holds the patent for Star Wars games right now. Not patent, but the license rights. Right. Although Disney's getting ready to get rid of them. It sounds I heard like, about so. that, yeah. <laughs> but no, it's, it's really, it's a good series. Um, I will say that the second one... Uh, the Force Unleashed 2 graphics and everything else were a little bit more improved and gameplay mechanics were a little bit better. The The game is just so quick. So I got, you know, I was like, oh, I just spent 60 bucks on this and game it's already and done. done with it in like six hours. Yeah. It's a little, little annoying. I hate that. Um, Cause, okay. So you play as what Darth Vader's apprentice in that game, in those games, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're the secret apprentice. Like uh, Palpatine does not know about it. Okay. Are those games canon or not so much? Not anymore. Nothing's canon anymore, but yeah. Nothing's canon anymore ever since uh, the Disney acquisition. Ever so si- I, yep. I think that falls in, Does it, is it Legends? Is that what they call the non-canon stuff that used to be canon? I don't know. That's that's a good question. I feel like I should know that. but I think it was you and Andrew used to read the, uh, it was it the New Jedi Order yeah, series? Is, I, is that where the Vong take over? Yeah, I used to read a lot of uh, extended universe stuff, and um, I just I don't know. I used to love Star Wars. Like I used to be a huge Star Wars. No, I was <laughs> in, in my deep dark days. I was actually on a Star Wars role playing website. Let's not talk about that ever again. Mm-hmm. But um, ignite saber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I know those commands too, my friend. That's right. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> It's been that was a while. I've just kind of lost interest in Star Wars since, especially since the new movies come out. I don't know. I just I haven't even seen. I still haven't seen um the Last Jedi. I just I haven't seen it. <sighs> yeah. I I mean I'm not saying it's a great film, but I'm I'm going to tell you that I did not have nearly as many problems with it as everybody else did. Um. Okay. Sure, I would have preferred seeing Luke be a little more ba because we never really got to see that, but. That wasn't his time era at that point. We, we weren't watching immediately after Return of the Jedi. Right. We're looking at like 30 years later. So Yeah. The the reset to the Legends versus canon and everything is kind of a bummer. Because Disney did change a couple things. It feels like they're really just trying to reboot. I mean, I guess that was kind of what the seventh movie anyway was, was kind of a reboot. But this yeah. feels like this is even more of a reboot in the sense that like okay, all the stuff you knew about it, we're just not even, like, that's all done. Like, we're not even doing that anymore. I mean, obviously, yeah. like, the whole, like, Skywalker era is, like, done at this point, it seems like, which I don't know if I like that or not. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they, they've turned the Skywalker lineage into this um, King Arthur. Like, yeah. That, that, that's basically what Star Wars has become, is, like, this space King Arthur. And not that that's a bad thing. I mean, it's very poetic and very beautiful, but I feel like retelling the same stories lately with the last two films has not been that great yeah plus i miss harrison ford yeah i'd miss him so much getting ready to film the next indiana jones movie i'm terrified that's 
not gonna be good. More aliens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, interdimensional beings. I hope they have Nazis in it. You know, I I didn't mind that part for the time jumped. You know, when they right. advanced it like 20 years, and he's like, he's taking on the Soviets. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's kind of Cold, funny. Cold War. But they yeah, did I'm that, good with but... that. But it was like, what, within the first 15 minutes, he survives the atomic blast. That's great. I love that. Like, um, okay. I have Absolutely some horrible. On a side note, uh, I have been playing a mess of Rocket League lately. Ah, for Switch? Yeah. Nice. And here's what's weird about that. I used to be on the boat that would say Rocket League is the dumbest thing ever. What? Really? Why? Seriously. Because um, that was what one of my friends had told me, and I just went with it. That's sad. Plus, it looked kind of boring. I'm like, ah, I wouldn't like this. And now I've been playing it, and I'm like, holy crap. Why was I such a Debbie Downer about this? This is a lot of fun. Yeah, Rocket League is great. Um, I played on Steam. I mean, I've lost hours of time yeah. playing this game. Very great. I like that it's it's very simple. Like You can just pick it up. You can play it, but like people get so into that game, like especially in like the leagues and competitive side of it. It's it's actually yeah. crazy, like how in depth the game actually is when you get into it. It's weird. I've looked at some of the comments on the uh, Reddit. There are some people that are pretty full of themselves, as in like, oh yeah, it's the physics of the game. You really need to know how to do this and this. I'm like, mm, I understand like the physics of the game are kind of important, but there's no way to perfectly time some of that stuff. It's all very <laughs> very random unless you are like you know down to the t so it's like i i had to double check that i was like looking at this uh, the rocket league subreddit and not the i am very smart subreddit <laughs> yeah i feel like people may be a little full of themselves but if you watch them professional yeah. play like it's pretty crazy like some yeah of the- for sure i've seen some of those videos it's impressive um how is the net code like on switch i was wondering about that on the switch i mean i'm noticing that like when i'm playing i'm my ping shows up at like 66 so okay. i mean I, I think I mean I have adequate Wi-Fi. I don't have my Switch hardwired, but okay. Um, I, I mean it looks fine. I never played it on the Xbox, so I can't compare it. Okay, because the only game I think I've played online on Switch yet has been Mario Kart. I think that was fine, but something like Rocket League, I feel like I don't know. It seems it seems you need that you need to make more split second decisions. Not to say that you don't need that in Mario Kart, but I feel like having that. You really don't want any latency, I feel like, in, in that game. So I feel like that would be uh, crucial to have perfect network speed. Yeah, no, I, I, I hear what you're saying. Um, yeah, no, I, I feel like for um, for Rocket League, I feel it's it's good. I've, the servers are well-supported for it. Okay, good to know. I, I mean, I know what you're talking about with Mario Kart, because Mario Kart, to me, actually, I feel is a very laggy game. However, well, that's, that's speaking from the Wii U. Now, on the Switch, I will say that... Playing it on the Switch is a lot better than it was on the Wii U. Yeah. And actually, not for nothing, when you play Mario Kart on the Switch, you have so many more multiplayer game modes. It's a lot more fun. Yeah, I never really played it on the Wii U. I think I played it maybe once at a friend's house, but I didn't own a Wii U, so obviously I didn't really buy it. But it's obviously a great game on Switch. When do they bring back the McRib? That's what I want to know. Dude, yes. McRib in the house. It's so good. It's like rubber meat. Tastes great. It is. When I was in college, um, the cafeteria out at uh, Western, they would have basically a McRib sandwich. But, you know, it wasn't McRib, but it was the same thing. 
And I was like, oh, they print the calendar in, in advance so you can find out what that day is. And I would get like my Ziploc freezer bags. No. And dude, no. yeah, I like legit had plenty of McRibs for like days on. And I actually started selling them out of my dorm what? room. What? <laughs> yeah. What? Because I, I had a microwave and I had a mini fridge that had a freezer, <laughs> like a dedicated freezer to it. Uh, yeah. You're like pirating McRibs. I was. I mean, it was like it was McRibs underground, man. Yeah, McRibs. And people like just like scratching themselves, and like I need my fix, man. <laughs> You're my McRib guy. Yeah, Daddy's got you. Come here. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, college. College was such a good time for me to come out of my shell. That's yeah. the truth. Sell your McRibs. Sell my McRibs. Sell other things. Yeah, that's right. Uh, plasma, among other things. Well, that was an exciting experience. You really sold plasma? Yeah, have you never done that before? No. Like donated plasma? Can't say that I have. Oh man. That was that was an easy sixty bucks every week. That's awesome. You did it more than once. A couple times. Good. So yeah, it was uh, it was very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> what what an exciting life I laid. Yeah. Selling McRibs, selling your plasma. Unme- wow. Other unmentionables. Yes. I had to pay for an engagement ring somehow, buddy. Hey, yeah. You got to do what you got to do, man. What TV shows are you watching, Josh? What am I watching? Um, Okay. So I've been watching This Is Us. Uh, you mean uh, This Is Me Crying Every Other 30 Seconds? Yes. Is what that show's called? <laughs> yes. That's actually a pretty accurate description of that show. I went into it thinking I wasn't going to like it. I was like, I don't really want to watch this. Seems very sappy. Mm-hmm. I, I was not in. I just didn't want to watch it. My wife's like, you should watch it. You know, she had watched like the first two episodes. She's like, it's pretty good. You might yeah. like it. And I was like, okay, I'll try it. And I watched like the first two episodes, and I was like, wow. And I think in the yeah. last week, I've watched. I watched all of season one. And I'm like halfway through season two. So that's like I think like almost thirty episodes. I think in like basically a week. So. Is it already in the second season? Yeah, it is. I thought they just had a break. No, it just started, I think, back up maybe a few weeks oh. ago in the fall. I remember that uh, the first episode, I was like, oh, man, Mandy Moore. Yeah. I'm like, oh, man, like Mandy Moore is playing like three different roles. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do some interesting things there in the, in the show with timeline. Uh, yeah. Interesting things with uh, race and gender. Just very a family, obviously. I mean, duh, that's what the show's about. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, actually, what's what's been more impressive about it is, to me, that is every bit of like a chick flick type it TV is. show. But it really is. Truth be told, you and I, I know like three other guys that are like, "Well, yeah, I'd rather be watching football," and then they start watching that. And they're like, "Oh my god, why am I so addicted to this?" It works for whatever reason. Like, so many guys are watching the show now. Um, I blame Mandy more, but yeah, that's, me. that's part of it. I, I'm I, craving her like candy. I think. <laughs> Come on, you remember that one, don't you? Uh, 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 okay. Um, Takes you back. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know what it is. I, I think maybe. Um, obviously, I like I like Vilo Vent, Vilo Milo Ventiglia. I think he's a very good actor. Um, uh, I think, but I guess his character as like the main as the dad or whatever. I don't know. I guess I guess he, I just love his character. I feel like he's obviously that's the whole point. You're supposed to love his character. Like he's practically perfect dad guy so i don't know for i guess maybe for some males that's kind of um either maybe 
they can relate to it. They had a good dad or maybe they can't relate to it because they had a bad dad. So then it's kind of like, oh, I wish I had a dad like this. I don't know. Hopefully someone's not watching that and thinking that, but I don't know. Or if you're like me and you are a dad, you're like, I'd like to be a dad like this, which is maybe not a good reason to watch any show, but still. I've been watching The Good Doctor, okay. which in turn, you know, so my parents are watching that. And then, you know, my dad said, man, he looks like that guy looks so familiar. I said, well, he, he just got done playing Norman Bates. He's like, well, why does that name sound so familiar? I said, well, Norman Bates is famous for, you know, Psycho, his character for that. So there was a show called Bates Motel and it ran for five years. So they've, my parents have been watching Bates Motel, which cracks me up because they only watch like one or two episodes at a time. They, they will not like sit and binge that entire show. I mean, they, they, they've gotten through it, but they only watch it during the daytime. That's funny. They're like too scared <laughs> to watch it at night. Yeah. I'm like, it's not scary. It's like, it's just creepy. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen that. Oh, Base Motel was one of my favorite shows. Um, Freddie Highmore is fantastic. Vera Farmiga as as Norma is just fantastic. Um, Nestor Carbonell plays um, uh, Sheriff Romero. He is one of my favorite people to watch in that show. Hmm. It's on Netflix, all five seasons. Yeah, I've heard good things about it. I just never seen it. Ten hours are ten episodes per season, so it's a fifty-hour dedication that's it i like that i like i like shorter seasons for shows typically i like eight to ten episodes usually i appreciate for i feel like too too many shows drag on too long uh something like walking dead i don't know probably i got so out of the walking dead like after the second season i'm like "Mm, okay i'm done with this i think i i stuck with it till like the fifth season and then i just couldn't take it anymore the comics are actually really good. I've read all the comics, or at least I'm up to like the la- the latest trade back. So I definitely mm-hmm. recommend the comics over the show if people are interested. But yeah, Bates Motel. I was talking to somebody about this because you know they they wanted to start watching it, and I said the thing that you get the advantage of by binging it all now at once is that you're not waiting a year after the cliffhanger of basically every season. Yeah, season five is the only one, which is the last season that doesn't end on a cliffhanger. Okay. See, there's resolution. <laughs> see, <laughs> with some shows, I kind of like that though, because um, did you watch Lost? Did you watch Lost? Oh yeah. Okay. Well, that was you... another Nestor Carbonell show. Oh right. That's yeah. I didn't think about that. But did you watch Lost like when it first came out, or did you watch it after it already aired? I watched a couple episodes. I remember watching when it was when it first came out. And I just back in those days, I just lost track of TV all the time. Okay. So, yeah. I'll be truthful. It was mostly Hulu is what I caught it up on a couple years. Okay. ago. Okay. And I know the only ask that because I remember I watched it when it first aired or whatever, and I feel like the, the almost that show I almost like better like speculating like different theories and reading about like theories on boards and stuff rather than actually watching the show to an extent because I mean the end product of it I did not like how the ending was at all but I love like the aspect of like trying to speculate and trying to figure out you know where the show was going or where different things are happening those type of things I like that a lot in shows. Um, so that's like the only downside I feel like of sometimes when you're binge something that's already been out, but not waiting is great too. So I don't know. I'm still thoroughly convinced that lost is this long lost sibling to the entire Cloverfield franchise. <laughs> Did you watch the Cloverfield paradox? I haven't yet. I've heard different things. Oh my gosh. Is it really good? Oh my gosh. I, 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 first of all, 10 Cloverfield lane. I had a hard time watching that because every time I see John Goodman, if he is not playing Dan Connor, then that's just who I see, which I'm excited for the Roseanne re- reboot, by the way. Yeah, but me too. Um, 
you know, every time I see him, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's Dan Connor. He's a good guy. And it's like, he is not a good guy in 10 Cloverfield Lane. <laughs> he I, is creepy. Now, is that in the same... They're all in the same universe, right? But they're not really related. I don't. I'm so confused. I don't understand. Yeah. Well, the Cloverfield paradox fixes the confusion and then like amplifies it and makes it worse. Like, uh, you get answers to a couple things, and then the ending is just like, well, wait a minute. Now where are we? Okay. Um, I um I did make the mistake of watching that one late at night, and um, that was not the last image I wanted to see before bed, and that's all I'm gonna leave. <laughs> Leave it. Now, now I need to know. I don't want to spoil it. All right. I'll just say it's the best look we've seen so far. Okay. Oh, man. But, yeah, I mean, so I remember seeing Cloverfield in the theaters. And I remember that actually was the first time where I, I felt a little bit of motion sickness seeing it in the theater. Yeah. I was seeing it at home, it was okay. But um, I think I watched it at home, and I, even then I still felt kind of like, uh. Yeah. And then, you know, 10 Cloverfield Lane, like I said, it wasn't that um, I didn't like the movie. I just, it got done and I'm like, I really don't like John Goodman right now. (laughs) You're a bad man. I always think of, you know what I think of John Goodman? It's just like such a stupid rule. This better be from the borrowers. (laughs) Oh my gosh, no. But that's, now you're making me think of that. (laughs) Terrible. No, I think of him, um. What is it? Oh, Brother Where Art Thou, where he's like the Bible salesman. Oh. He just like beats people up with like a big tree log. I don't know why I think of that when I think of John Goodman. Because he was only yeah. in the movie for like two minutes. But Yeah, I was going to say, that's like a, it's a, like a hot second cameo yeah. for him. The borrowers, though. That's... Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, well, I, mean, I know that everybody always goes to like, oh, yeah, he's, you know, he's in. Uh... Big Lebowski. It's like, yeah, but it's just that that's like a souped up steroid version of Dan Connor in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> a Jewish soup. Yeah. Sti- uh, uh, a little, little bit, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, so actually like TV is getting really excited with reboot craziness because Roseanne is coming back, which I'm actually, I'm excited for that because they're, they're kind of doing like the thing that full house did with fuller house is that it's, it's a reboot and it's like a sequel at the same time. So that's apparently what's happening with Roseanne is that it's supposed to be a little bit of a reboot and a sequel at the same time. Um, but Murphy Brown is coming back. What was the other show I just saw that was coming back? It was a uh, CBS just acquired it. Well, it's not Hawaii five Oh, cause that's already been come and gone. Well, the office is coming back, right? There's still speculation on that. Okay. Yeah. That NBC would love to have that back. It's not confirmed. Not to my knowledge. Okay. Yeah. I mean, to me, yeah, you can do an office show without Steve Carell. I get that. But there are so many more moving pieces that all of them have had really good success after that show. I right. Mean, John yeah. Krasinski. Good Lord. Have you seen him in the cover on the cover of Men's Health? Yeah, he's ripped. He is ripped. Have you watched any of um, the Jack Ryan series? I have not. Is any good? It's actually really good. Hmm. It's... It's kind of the same reason why I had a hard time switching from Bates Motel to watching Freddie Highmore in The Good Doctor. It's like, uh, what are you doing? Don't yeah. cut that person open, Norman. And it's like, no, 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 he's he's different. He, you know, because he's playing a doctor with uh, autism and savant syndrome, so it's it's just completely different role. Um, so it's then like you're looking at John Krasinski, who's not Jim Halpert. I just assume, <laughs> and, and you're, I'm waiting for like Jim Face to happen. Exactly, and Jack Ryan, and I'm like. 
okay. Yeah, just assuming like people are shooting at him and he just kind of looks at the camera and just kind of like shrugs or something and then like, I don't know, hard cut to him running. I don't know. That's what I just assumed it was. Yeah, no, and it's, uh, it's, it's pretty good. I mean, Jack Ryan is a character that uh, obviously has been played by a lot of good actors. Uh, Harrison Ford has played him. Alec Baldwin has played him. Um, even Chris Pine has played him. Ben Affleck. Oh, yeah. Affleck played him too, didn't yep. he? Yeah. I mean, uh, Jack Ryan is kind of like a little bit of the American James Bond. So He is. And it's funny, though, because if you read the books, he's just an analyst. He's just like a... He's a boring guy. Yeah, he's a boring guy, <laughs> and he's like, a, and then the movies make him this like crazy action star, which is funny. Yeah, but I mean, it's kind of like what they did with John McClane. Yeah. I mean, the first Die Hard movie. I mean, he's just a cop. Normal and I mean, guy. By like Die Hard Three, he is like RoboCop. That's right. Get together, have a few laughs. Come on up to the coast, have a great time. <laughs> yeah, and no, I know that that's one of your favorite movies. Oh, so good. There are some people that are, and actually, I debated this with a couple of friends of mine once, is that there are people that are diehard fans, and then there are people who are Lethal Weapon fans, and I'm like, well, can't you be both? No. Like, no. No. I'm like, okay, well, then I guess I'm a Lethal Weapon fan over Die Hard. That's okay. We can't all be perfect. I know. It's, it's, it's you know, that that's going to be the topic for one, like, one equals one part next week, is uh, Lethal Weapon versus... That's, that sounds great. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good follow-up, too. <laughs> Oh man, I actually bought my, I bought my child for Christmas. They have a Die Hard Christmas storybook and has pictures. <laughs> it's called a Die Hard Christmas. Oh my god, it's amazing! It's so good. That's fantastic. Yeah, that is awesome. Yep. You're into Harry Potter. I am. I do like Harry Potter. So there, are, there's some Harry Potter news going on out there. There, so there are two things I saw this week. Uh, one, there is such a thing. As Harry Potter yoga, what? Where you take your wand and what? you are like casting spells, and it's yoga. So that's a thing that I want to learn. Um, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? No. So I mean, well, this is this is like legit. Uh, you know, I, I actually, uh, a friend of mine has been. Um, you know, he he's asked me like, do you, do you do yoga? And I'm like, mm, no. I mean, I'm flexible, but. I've tried yoga before and it just, my, my ADD kicks in like really quick, but I, I, I can see the benefits from doing it. I've, I've, you know, I've watched, you know, people bigger than me that have taken up yoga and they've like, they've lost significant wages because it becomes a repetition and they right. start taking up better care of themselves and all that other stuff. And I, then I'm seeing people post like that they're doing goat yoga where they have little baby goats resting on them while they're doing yoga. I'm like, Oh, that's interesting. And then I see this Harry Potter yoga. I'm like, okay, I get it. Thank you. I'll start doing yoga. I understand now. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand. So you're saying you're doing like wand movements, and that's part of it. Yeah, instead of downward facing dog, it's downward facing uh, Diagon Alley. No, really? No, that why well, that's not the position. <laughs> funny if it is a position. But no, um, uh, yeah, like when you're extending your arms up, like you're doing like a swish and flick. Belly armus. Yeah, right. Exactly. So, wow. yeah, that's a thing. And then the other thing that I saw, which I think this is really cool, and I was waiting for this day to happen. There is like a laser tag of Harry Potter wands. Yes. You have to actually, like, there is a guide, and it shows you how to cast the spells. What? And you have to cast them right. Otherwise, that spell doesn't get cast. And then there's a damage meter on the wands what? to let you know like how much damage has been taken. And I'm like, oh my gosh, these things are gonna be like seventy bucks, twenty five. No way. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm absolutely for having a 
Harry Potter laser tag wand fight. I need this in my life right now. Exactly. You know, just start yelling Sectum Semtra or Avada Kedavra. Avada <laughs> Kedavra! Exactly. Yes, just like that. And then you got to do the Voldemort laugh after. <laughs> oh, oh, do that awkward laugh. And then you give everybody yeah. that awkward hug. Yeah, the hug. So great. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, God, that laugh is terrible. Harry Potter, man. That's, you know what? I feel like it, that, that does not want to die, does it? Like, that's just, it's just still around. I Like, I love Harry Potter, but. That would be something that would thrive in its own little universe. Yeah. If they, if Netflix or Amazon could pick up like a continuation, not so much a continuation, but that's the kind of thing that could have like a Rogue One or yeah. a, um you know, a, a different thing. Cause that's kind of what they're doing with uh, fantastic, fantastic beasts, beasts yeah. is a, it's kind of like a prequel story. I assume they're going to make more of them, but I haven't heard anything. Well, there's the second fantastic beast is on its way. I think it's due out. If it's not November of this year, it's uh, early in 2019. I think. Okay. Um, so there's, there's that. And then that's, it's of a planned trilogy. Okay. But to me, I mean, they could easily turn this into a, a series. Yeah. You know, I mean, there there's so many different things they could do with it. So, uh, more power to J.K. Rowling, and she she is honestly she's one of my favorite modern rags to riches stories. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, she was living on the streets pretty much when she wrote the first Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, it's, she's a great storyteller. Uh, oh, she is, and she's so humble about it too. Yeah, I mean, she is. She she she's generous. Uh, she's uh, incredibly scholarly. Is that what I want to say? She, she, she's, she's so, she's presented very well. Yeah, I agree. She's very, um, yeah, I don't know how to say it. I know what you're trying to say it. I'm trying to say it too. She's very well. I mean, she's, she's just a well-rounded person. She's yeah. a wonderful human being. She's, she's the example of hope we would want to see in the modern world. That's right. In the Harry Potter world. In the Harry, yeah, down in Florida. Have you ever been to, yeah, have you ever been there? I have not actually. Um, when I when we were talking about the wands earlier today at work, um, I was told that if you bought your wand at uh, at the wand shop down there, there are certain spots on your map where if you go to these places and you cast the spell, whatever there is in the wand on a little RFID or whatever, makes something happen at that place. Like the skeleton might dance. That's or, so cool. Yeah, and I'm like, that's that's pretty sweet. That's awesome. That's so sweet. I but no, I've I've not been down to that part of Florida since um, goodness, the early 2000s. So when Super Nintendo World opens, I'll probably head back down that way. Yes, I haven't been either. I'm waiting to the kids a little older, and then I want to use it as an excuse to go down there. Sure. Yeah. I mean. It, that that's one thing that's always always baffled me when I see like newborns at Disney World. Yeah, <laughs> it's all, not gonna remember. No, this. it's not. It's just for the parents. It really is. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd even argue like even a six year old, they can. I mean, the six year old's gonna be excited to see all that. I get it, but to me, I, my first trip to Disney was when I was eight, eight or nine. I just I I remember it. Yeah. I can honestly say I remember feeling magic just being there, just seeing all this stuff for the first time. The Honey, I Shrunk the Audience exhibit and everything like that. That was really cool. I don't think that's there anymore. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so either. But. Because people are like, well, what is Honey, I Shrunk the Audience? Well, it's based on a film called Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Who's Rick Moranis? He's in Spaceballs. 
Yeah. <laughs> How don't you know that? It's common knowledge. Yeah, dude, that's always common knowledge. Labyrinth is coming back to the theaters. Did you see that? I did. I'm super excited about that. One more time to see David Bowie's junk on the screen. Good. I just want to hear the magic dance. Dude, that's like one of the best songs in that movie. That's all I want to hear. Yeah. Oh, so good. So good. In gaming news, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe and Super Mario Odyssey are both nominated for Favorite Video Game at the Nickelodeon's Kids' Choice Awards 2018. Of all the nominees, we have Just Dance 2018, Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2, Minecraft Java Edition, Star Wars <laughs> Star Wars Battlefront 2. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, and, of course, the uh, two Nintendo titles. So, of those, um, please let Battlefront 2 win, because who wouldn't want to see the executives from EA get covered in green slime? That would be amazing. That would be great. I love that Just Dance is nominated for a game award. Yeah, well, there's this little snippet here. It says, believe it or not, Just Dance 2018 is the heavy, heavy favorite to win. Just Dance has won six of the seven last Kids' Choice Awards in the category, and the only reason it had its streak broken is because it wasn't nominated in 2015. <laughs> what? what? So, Why? No pressure, games. Mario Odyssey or Mario Kart 8. Can you imagine if they lose? That'd be really funny. I would, not, I would laugh. Well, one of them is going to lose, obviously, right? They can only have one winner. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and they're both gonna lose to Battlefield Battlefront Two. Battlefront Two. I love that that's nominated. Like, how many of Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards? What are you doing? (laughs) Oh, and it's hosted by John Cena. Sweet. The Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards, hosted by John Cena, will be airing on March twenty fourth, twenty eighteen. Nickelodeon put out their list of nominees in all the categories, including favorite video game. I'm glad I'm glad whoever is in the process of the nominating board that's I'm glad they're there making those decisions. Yeah. It's not like Disney paid Nickelodeon off for that one. No. Uh, D- Disney's probably like paying them like well, please take that off. Yeah, can you guys not can you guys not do that? <laughs> we don't need any extra publicity for that. Do you think John Cena is going to have his shirt off when he does that? Uh, hosts? Yeah, I don't know. You always see pictures of him. He doesn't have his shirt on. I don't. That's just a weird thing. I know it's kind of weird to bring up, but I feel like whenever I see him on commercials or do anything, he doesn't have a shirt on. Well, now I'm starting to think about like my childhood and Hulk Hogan. But he would rip his shirt. He'd have his shirt and then he he'd would rip, rip it. His shirt. And Macho Man always had like that weird leather jacket yeah. with like the frills. Yeah, right. The dangly things and like a hat. A yeah, we live in hat. a world that's full of John Cena nipple. We really do. It's that's okay. I'm all right with it. That's a little weird. I can't see you. You can't see me. <laughs> can't see me. Yeah. 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 But you can always listen to us. Because that's my terrible segue to say that's it for this episode of Ready Gamer 1. Be sure to continue to follow us on iTunes, Google Play Music, and SoundCloud. As always. Am I, are, are you clapping for me? I am me? clapping. I was clapping Thank for you. that segue. That was a good segue, wasn't it? It was terrible. Uh, as always, leave us some feedback, comments, and reviews. Visit our friends over at GameLust. GameLust, no clickbait, no vulgar insults about your mom. www.gamelust.com Visit the Hyrule Herald for reasons. Just get my web traffic up, that's all I'm asking. And uh, join the conversation at Nintendoholics. Send us a message to join, we'll teach you the secret handshake to get in there. Until next time, I'm Ben Cornett along with Josh Cross. And this has been Ready Gamer 1. Take care of each other out there. Bye!
Pim, 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 pim,